hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to this podcast channel from Wig Weave to Natural. I am your host, Natural Keisha. This podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave, the number two natural hair. Today, I would like to discuss the discovering our roots. Some of us hate our hair, but after this segment, you might just love your hair. I know the title of this segment is a question that we as African Americans have thought about rather through frustration with a bad hair day or looking at someone's hair and wanting your own hair to look like theirs or perform like theirs. I am sure many other cultures have had the same thoughts, but is there an underlying issue with African Americans? I thought it would be a good time to raise the awareness of the hair issues. African Americans have had over the years due to our past. These issues have affected us, whether we like it or not, more than just our hair esteem, but in the words of writer Carsten Ivey, in an article he wrote called Combing the History of Black Hair. It's about self-esteem, identity, politics, economics, history, and race. Take the time to read through this abbreviated version of the Black Hairline timeline from the book, Hair Story. Untangling the Roots of Black Hair in America by Ayana Bird and Lori Torps. And you will see the facts. They are an eye-opener. This is not to divide anyone or to drive hate, but to educate ourselves and being enlightened to see we have to take back our love for our thirsty roots and love our hair as a whole and love it individually. It's define our beauty through our own creativity and natural talents. Let's join together and begin changing society's view of black beauty. Let's join together to take back our definition of beauty in our hair, skin color, and culture. 
Let's do this for our kids and generations to come. Throw away the hate and learn to love our thirsty roots. In essence, loving on our hair simply means to educate ourselves about how to properly take care of and maintain healthy hair. The abbreviated timeline. In 1444, Europeans trade on the west coast of Africa with people wearing elaborated hairstyles, including locks, plaits, and twists. 1619, first slaves bought to Jamestown, African language, culture, and grooming tradition begins to disappear. 1700s, calling black hair wool. Many whites dehumanize slaves. The more elaborate African hairstyles cannot be retained. 1800s, without the combs and herbal treatments used in Africa, slaves rely on baking grease butter and kerosene as hair conditioners and cleaners. Lighter skin, straight hair slaves command higher prices at auction than darker. More kinky hair ones. Intonizing, color conscious. Blacks promote the ideal that blacks with dark skin and kinky hair are less attractive and worth less. 1865, slavery ends, but whites look upon black women who style their hair like women, like white women, that is, as well adjusted. Good hair becomes a prerequisite for entering certain schools, churches, social groups, and business networks. 1880, metal hot combs, invented in 1845 by the French, are readily available in the United States. The comb is heated and used to press and temporarily straighten kinky hair. 1900s, Madam C.J. Walker develops a range of hair care products for black hair. She popularized the press and curl style. Some criticize her for encouraging black women to look white. 1910, Walker is featured in the Guinness Book of Records as the first American female self-made millionaire. 1920s, Marcus Garvey, a black nationalist, urges followers to embrace their natural hair and reclaim an African aesthetic. 1954, George E. Johnson, 
launches the Johnson Products Company with Ultra Wave Hair Culture, a permanent hair straightener for men that can be applied at home. A woman's chemical straightener followed. 1963, actress Cecily Tyson wears Conroe's on the television drama East Side, West Side. 1966, model Pat Evans defies both black and white standards of beauty and shaves her head. 1968, actress Dawn Down is the first black woman to star in a television network series, Julia. She is a darker version of the all-American girl with straightened, curled hair. 1970, Angela Davis becomes an icon of black power with her large afro. 1971, Melba Tolliver is fired from the ABC in New York for wearing an afro while covering the Trisha Nixon's wedding. 1977, the Jerry Curl explodes on the black hair scene, billed as a curly perm for blacks. The ultra-morse hairstyle lasts through the 1980s. 1979, braids and beads cross the color line when Bo Derek appears with Conrose in the movie 10. 1980, model, actress Grace Jones sports her trademark flat top fade. 1988, Spike Lee exposes the good hair, bad hair, light skin, dark skin, schemes, and black America in his movie, School Days. 1990, sisters love the weave. Essence Magazine declares a variety of natural styles and locks also became more accepted. 1997, singer Erica Badu poses on the cover of her debut album, Badism, with her head wrap, ushering in an elective brand of Afro-Sism. 1998, Carson Incorporation created creator of Dark and Lovely and Magic Shave for Black Men. Acquires Black-owned beauty company Johnson Products of Chicago in 1998. 
Laurel purchases Carson two years later and merge it with South Sheen. 1999, People Magazine names Lock Top Grammy Award winning artist Lauren Hill one of its 50 most beautiful people. 2001, rapper Lil' Kim wears a platinum blonde weave. While singer Macy Gray sports a new school afro. Some black women perm, some press, others go with natural twists, braids, and locks. 2006, black hair care is a billion dollar industry. That is our timeline for black hair. Some of us love it, some of us hate it, but if you look at it, our ancestors had to go with using axle grease, fat grease, baking grease, and etc. to maintain their hair. They did not have the things we have today to embrace our natural roots. So we must take advantage of what we do have and embrace not only our hair, but our beauty. And we must show that this hair grows out of our own scalp. We don't need perms, presses, or anything that's going to damage our hair to look like anyone else. We can only look like ourselves and no one else. We are born this way, so we should rock our hair the way that it is growing out of our scalp. Then along that became the natural hair movement. It's focused on encouraging women with African ancestry to celebrate and enjoy the natural characteristics of their kinky, curly hair texture. The natural hair movement is representative by a group of African women that provide encouragement, advice, product reviews, hairstyle tutorials, and much more to other women that are interested in leaving the creamy crack and going natural. It is important to note that the natural hair movement expands beyond the United States in other countries with women of African emphases define natural hair as relaxer free hair meaning that the individual isn't using creamy crack that's a perm we consider creamy crack 
free. Hair impractable since water is considered a chemical substance. People of African ancestors generally have natural hair types that can be worn natural, coily, or curly. The term nappy is often considered a projective. Nappy is a term that has been used to describe natural hair since the days of slave trading. When used to emphasize the difference between natural hair and European hair, it took on a derogatory meaning. Today, many African American women are reclaiming the word. There are so many women who identify themselves probably as nappy girls and have given up the relaxers and other extreme treatments in favor of growing their hair out in its natural state. Congratulations to you all that are chemical-free. The potential hairstyle available to natural range from the very simple TWA stands for teeny weeny afro to more sophisticated styles like bantu knots, braids, box braids, and crochet braids. Hair twists, singleist twists, and dreadlocks are also common styles. As you can see, opting for natural hair doesn't necessarily mean abandoning cute hairstyles or even flat ironing your hair. There is no hard and fast rule about which product and styling habits are natural and which aren't natural. It's useful to examine the complex relationship between women of African heritage and their hair is working in reverse chronological order. 2005 saw the promotion of an underground independent documentary titled My Nappy Roots A Journey Through Black Heritage. The film won many awards on the independent film circuit and played widely at colleges. The documentary used years of research to uncover the deeper meaning of the term nappy. Covering more than 400 years of history, my nappy roots cook the highlights from 200 hours of footage to paint a realistic portrait of Afro hair culture in its journey from Africa to the Americas via the slave trade. The films threw an unflinching 
look at the way black hair was manipulated both literally and made it the definition on the subject according to tradition the source of the word nappy is tied imitated to the production of cotton on slave plantations the turf of cotton which forms on the plant prior to harvesting is called a nap the term was adopted to describe texture hair because of the supposed similarities to the turf of cotton due to the power desperate between the slaves culture and that of their masters straight white hair is cast as desirable while natural hair was demeaned this labeling of good and bad hair grew particularly diverse as mixed race children became more common natural which stands for nappy have firmly cast as unacceptable my nappy roots despite its underground popularity was never released commercially the introduction of film on a similar topic chris rock's 2009 release good hair sparked a very well-known lawsuit and finally brought the debate about nappy hair and chemical straighteners into the public spotlight once my nappy roots was finally released to wider audience the term nappy began to spread across the nation the national and cultural borders now black women in the US the UK France Africa and countless other regions were starting to see the beauty inherent in nappy hair this emerging cultural shift is challenging the association of nappy hair with the ugliness that has been deeply ingrained in many mixed race cultures especially within the United States this was led more women to give up the officially artificially imposed mandate that hair has to be straight to be beautiful no it's beautiful or should i say very beautiful in its natural state chemical free this new natural hair comes at the same time as a major rise in organic products for hair care 
it's become common knowledge that hair relaxers cause serious damage, including itching, inflammation, broken hairs, burns, and even hair loss. Although the natural hair movement still has a long way to go, it is estimated that more than 90% of African-American women have had their hair straightened at least once. Relaxers still make up a significant percentage of cosmetic purchases by African-American women. In earlier decades, the 1980s, the jerry curl became a popular style in the African-American community. Celebrities like Michael Jackson and Ice Cube sported the style, popularizing it in the mainstream media. These were also the years that saw the rise of dreadlocks, which were popularized by Rastarar and reggae music culture. Back in the 60s and 70s, racial relations in the United States were tense and strictly segregated. This time of politician upheld and African-American activists sought the rise of more natural hairstyles as a form of politician awareness. The great Angela Davis, a prominent of the Black Panther movement and a human rights crusader sported a famous afro. The afro, which was soon adopted by singers and other celebrities, came to symbolize cultural independence for African Americans. The previous century, stretching back to the end of the Civil War have been extremely challenging for black Americans. The thought that straight hair was beautiful, hair was increasing, gaining steam, leading many individuals to straighten their hair in order to be accepted. In many cases, employment was contingent on treating natural hair to change it appearance. As with earlier trends in texture hair, the natural hair movement has gained momentum today thanks to its adoption by some notable celebrities. Example include Erica Badu, Janelle Monet, Solange Nose, Tracy Ellis Ross and Viola Davis. They are rocking their natural baby and not caring about what anyone has to say. They are born beauty. Now that going natural has tuned into a popular trend, manufacturers and retailers of hair products are seeing sales of harsh hair straighten chemicals, relaxers, 
rapidly decline. From all-time high of more than $750 million in sales, the amount of hair hair relaxers sold has dropped by more than 25% in the last five years. Some future projections estimate that sales will be only 45% of their history high by 2019. Though this particular type of product has fallen out of favor, women who prefer natural hair are spending more on hair care than ever before. Suppliers and marketers have certainly not let this fact escape their marketing plans. Consumers with natural hair make up a lucrative market of hair products. Well-known companies and brands are eager to reposition themselves to cater to customers with a goal of going natural. Relaxer production is being scaled back, and many manufacturers are introducing or promoting products which suit a more natural look instead. The impact of social media on the purchasing decision of black consumers who go natural cannot be ignored. YouTube video tutorials and hair blogs, podcasts, and etc. are especially important. As novice, naturals rely on this information for hairstyle tutorials, recommendations, and product reviews. It seems that ladies are starting new natural hair blogs almost every day. Even natural hair groups. Natural hair has often been a controversial, and black women who choose to express their natural hair beauty still unfair treatment today. There can be significant pushback against natural, curly, protective, and other non-straight hairstyle choices Natural hairstyles are sometimes considered unprofessional. But hey, this is the hair that grows out of my head. This is the way God made me. I wasn't made with straight hair. I wasn't made with perm hair. I was made with natural state hair from birth. And it has been turned into a fireable or expellable offense in some venues. Mm. I have to respectfully disagree with the people not accepting the hair that grows out of my head, your head, our kids' hair, head, excuse me. Well, maybe for some, it was just hair. But to many of us, it is a mental process of no longer perming hair anymore. I hate that I used relaxers my entire life until about 2017 to be exact because they burn and never really straighten my hair. But I thought 
that was the only way I could manage my extremely, and I do mean extreme, coarse hair. But, I mean, I got fed up with the imaging being displayed straight, silky, even blonde hair on African-American women. I mean, to each his own, people can relax their hair if they want, but for me, I choose not to. It was harmful to my hair scalp and mine. That was a straight up nightmare. Sometimes I went to bed dreaming this and woke up and guess what? It was a nightmare that I had of plenty times in between someone's legs, getting my hair permed or sitting in the kitchen by the hot stove, getting my hair pressed with multiple burns on my ear and my neck from the hot comb or the perm. The chemical burns on my scalp was another nightmare. They burned, they hurt. You couldn't comb or brush your hair. Your scalp was very tender. I used to think that women with froze look ridiculous. Hmm. Was I wrong? Now I'm rocking the afro. And guess what? It's not ridiculous. As a child, we think like that. But as we mature and self-educate ourselves, we use that knowledge. And that's what I'm doing now. Using all that knowledge I've seen from back when, using it now. I can say nothing but rock on sister embrace your roots I now embrace my natural kinky coily curly hair in its full thickness but hey that's just me I love my hair natural hair is beautiful so you can Go natural and look beautiful. Not saying that perming your hair you don't look beautiful, but you're changing. Or you're about to change something when you go chemical free. Starting with your hair is a way of change. You want good help? Start today with your good help. Due to work, school, family, and home, responsibilities I currently sometimes wear my hair in braids and extensions and I don't judge others who do not wear their hair out or is always wearing their hair I don't judge them do you do what fits for you do what make you happy we cannot make the world happy we can only make ourselves happy while we're here on top of this ground we shall be happy in saying this I believe the pursuit to a healthier happier you should not be utilized as a tool to degrade 
are objectified others who have not made the same choices. Let me clarify a few things on my journey with my hair. I wish I had the type of hair that a lot of us out there have, but I don't. I only have natural Keisha hair. And guess what? I'm dealing with it. And not only am I dealing with it, I have gained to love my natural hair. Rather, I have bad days with it or good days with it. I'm not going to treat it no different. I agree with the original post about the natural hair timeline from the point of a woman who has been through a lot with her hair from natural at birth to perm to hot combs to wigs to weaves for the pursuit of the optimal hairstyle and I understand the power of hair and how it impacts me on a daily basis from self-esteem to confirmation to acceptance. Having a sister who has been strictly with perm in my hair while mom was away. Her ability to run the fingers through my hair with chemical burns it's also another nightmare, along with the comb and the brush on my scalp, while my scalp is disappointed. Do you feel the same way? I think you're beautiful, no matter what condition your hair is in. Again, I do agree with the Hair timeline post. Naturals are beautiful. Black is beautiful. I applaud those who have taken the necessary steps to be what they consider to be free from the hair stereotypes. However, to those who have not let this make someone else out of them continue on your journey please you and your hair along with your help thank you for tuning in to listen to my podcast channel I will have more segments about natural hair This podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave Number 2, Natural Hair. If you would like to be a guest on this podcast channel, simply send an email to From Wig Weave, the number 2, Natural at gmail.com. That is my time, guys. Tune in to my next segment. Until then... Do what makes you happy, not anyone else. It's your health, your body, your soul, your life.
you are you. You can't be anyone else but you. Love yourself, love your hair, and love your family. Thank you.